Hello once again race fans and welcome back to Patriot Sprint Tour Weekly, the uh, official podcast series of the Patriot Sprint Tour. My name is Paul Harkner, the voice of the Patriot Sprint Tour, ready for episode 8 of PST Weekly. This week's special guest is going to be in his sophomore season of racing, Dallas Shot. Really cool interview with Dallas. Uh, we kind of talk about his rookie season racing in 360 sprint cars. He was able to uh, race quite a bit with the United Racing Club as well as uh, venture out to our four PST races that we were fortunately able to have in 2020 and what he what he basically learned in his rookie season and what he's really looking forward to coming up here in uh, 2021. Uh, many things, though, that people may or may not know about Dallas is that actually he uh, was also a part of the Brent Marks racing team that ventured out with the World of Outlaws for three seasons, and so... Uh, we're going to kind of also talk about that experience with him and Brent and what he kind of learned from that experience, you know, being a crew guy and to what he is today. But before we uh, move any further, I want to talk to you guys about CBP Media, uh, formed in 2017 by Patriot Sprint Tour photographer Curtis Berlou, uh, focusing mainly on photography, but now you can kind of see everything that he does as far as from graphic design to video work to driver pre-R, all forms of digital media, Curtis Berlou can do it for your race team. They offer a wide range of digital services, including driver and team press releases, video content creation, still photography, social media marketing, and a whole lot more. So if you do see Curtis Berlou, um, please be sure to contact him and he can really put together a really nice uh, marketing package for you to then give, get provide out to sponsors and other marketing partners if you're able to seek that. And so we thank Curtis for everything that he does, as well as also all the design work that you guys see um, with the Patriot Sprint Tour, but also for this podcast series. So a big thank you to Curtis and everything that he does. Uh, moving right along, though, some other housekeeping notes, though, that we kind of wanted to also talk about is that the Patriot Sprint Tour has, can officially confirm, thanks to the Cornwall Motor Speedway Facebook page, that we will be back there in uh, July of 2021. We'll, of course, of course do that on the you know, weekend of July 15th and 16th. We will be at the Brockville, Ontario Speedway on Saturday the 15th, and then go to Cornwall Motor Speedway on July the 16th. Always a fun weekend when we're able to cross the border into Canada. Um, a lot of our teams definitely look forward to that. And so, very much looking forward, though, to... Uh, Visiting up my good friend there, uh, Tim Baltz. Uh, if anybody's ever been able to visit those two speedways, uh, Tim Baltz, the voice of those two speedways. And uh, a lot, big, passionate fan base, certainly up there in uh, southeastern Ontario, Canada. And one driver, though, is certainly was probably looking forward to uh, visiting the, uh, these, some of these Canadian racetracks is actually this week's special guest, which was Dallas Schott. Um, really kind of talk, like I said earlier in the interview, we'll talk about Dallas's Kind of experience, not only though being on the road, but also uh, his past rookie season with uh, racing in 360 sprint cars. Though we were going to have him for the full tour, but unfortunately COVID broke and we kind of only were able to see uh, Dallas race with us up to four times. But really good interview with Dallas though. So um, without further ado, let's move into this week's interview, Dallas Shot. All right, joining us now on the the phone here for uh, PST Weekly, uh, now going to be entering his uh, second season in a uh, 360 sprint car racing. That is a uh, Dallas shot. Uh, Dallas, uh, thanks for uh, joining us this week on the show. But we'll kind of like dive into it though of kind of what was for 2020. Uh, you were able to get kind of a handful of shows. I know you wanted to race more races with uh, the Patriot Sprint Tour, but you were able to get a kind of a full season in DURC. And you know, how would you grade though 2020? 
Oh, I gave it a, a B plus. Should have had a win of course, but uh, more experience there beat me. But I mean, all in all, it was a good season for my pretty much my first year. I only ran three times in 2019, I believe, and uh, I thought we did pretty good for my first year. Hoping to extend on that a little bit next year and hopefully pick up that first win. It's always important to get the win out of the way. Talk about the, the, that race at Port Royal, though, and you were going up some pretty stout competition, you know, and it was obviously part of, like, Pennsylvania Speed Week, though. Um, what did you find, though, that night at Port Royal, though, that, you know, you could kind of build off, though, for the rest of the year, though? Because it seems like the second half of that year since that night at Port, you know, you were you kind of had a pretty good second half of the year. Yeah, that was definitely a big confidence booster. And uh, actually what, what started that whole deal is, the heat race, I wasn't, I wasn't that great. And then after the heat race, Brent came over to me and Brent Marcy came over to me and said, gave me some tips and pointers there for the future. And as you can tell, it helped a lot. Um, but that was a, from going to New York the first, for you guys' first race up there, I, I was pretty embarrassed about that showing there. But uh, we went to Big Diamond the week after that was the URC and I got a heat race win out of the way. And we ran, I think we ran fourth that night. And from there, it kind of slowly built momentum. Then we had Port Royal, and it took off since then. I got a lot more confident in the car and how it felt. And other than that, I mean, it was pretty much a lot better than I thought it was going to go after that. Yeah, let's talk shop a little bit right now, Dallas. Uh, how is the car looking, though, for you know this upcoming season, though? Kind of knowing, though, what you kind of had last year, though, is... Is there anything that you are hoping to change with the race car, though, or is, are you going to kind of stick with the same program? Uh, we're sticking with the same program. We're building a new car right now, so it's a little different than what we have, but not too much. And we're getting our motors back situated. It uh, blew one up last year, and our good one, our, our new one. So we had to, luckily, Mark Whitebread, Whitebread Titanium, he gave us a motor to use, and we started building on that thing a little bit, and it got us through the year. And, actually ran pretty good so we did some updates to that and should be pretty much ready to go here within the month yeah before we kind of move more into um this interview kind of want to give the fans the opportunity to of where where you kind of came from and your racing background to you know kind of where you are today so kind of just kind of dig us from the beginning to where dale shot is now kind of let's just get a little more specific with you you know going out with Brent though kind of describe that experience though because 
it was not only new to you, but it was also quite honestly new to Brent, though, you know, a guy that was racing primarily in central Pennsylvania and then going to race with the Outlaws. And we kind of see that a lot, though, when that first year or so, when someone's completely new, you know, to racing with the World of Outlaws, though, it, it takes them a while to get used to it, though. But kind of describe that first year of experience, though, with you and Brent out on the road. Kind of describe though you as a crew guy though, and now taking it to back to being behind the wheel. Um, how much do you think that has helped your racing program now as a race car driver? You know, working under quite honestly one of the better sprint car teams and sprint car drivers, excuse me, in Central Pennsylvania. Yeah, it, I think it helped me a lot uh, being able to watch all the best of the best for two years straight, just watching them race and how they. They react to different things with what's happening on the track and whatnot, and learning when the track's going to change, and learning some tire stuff, and learning setups, and just getting everything, just taking it all in for one, for instance. And you definitely learn a lot out there. Um, meet a lot of good people, and taking everything I learned out there and putting it into my year this year, I, I believe it helped me a lot with throttle control and when to move your wing and when to do certain stuff and when to be aggressive and when not to be aggressive. You know, talk about, you know, racing in central Pennsylvania. You know, there's these huge half miles, Port Royal, Williams Grove. Um, a lot of those big tracks where it's kind of pedal to metal, but when you get up into, you know, these New York tracks where the Patriots primarily race at, though, it's, you talk about that throttle control and, you know, hitting angles and, you know, wing adjustments, though, you know, two tracks, though, that you were kind of able to visit, though, in the New York area was, you know, Land of Legends and Canadagua, and then as well as Penn Can. Kind of describe, though, I guess how you, what you kind of learned, though, from both of those tracks, though, when you were there for the first time. Uh, going, first time I went to Canadagua, that was definitely a learning curve there. That place was slick. Uh, mm -hmm. There ain't no way around that one, uh. Going there compared to a PA track, it, it was night and day. Definitely needed throttle control and needed to know when to move your wing and when to. It, it was weird up there because you could actually run it in a lot deeper than you could, say, 10 cam when it was slick. You couldn't. You had to keep the, the air on the wing. And it was definitely complicated. Then we went to 10 can and I liked that track. It's a little track, a little boring. I, I like some tracks, so. I was comfortable there. Um, definitely, compared to like going to Williams Grove or Port Royal, and you get to a little boring, there's a lot of, everything happens a lot faster, and you got to be on your toes all the time. Yeah, for sure. And and so, and then, you know, kind of talk about, though, racing a 360 sprint car, though, with, you know, 
I guess these smaller tracks, you know, you talk like Big Diamond, you know, maybe even Bridgeport now, um, kind of just talk about, you know, what those racetracks are kind of like, you know, with the 360. Uh, Bridgeport's a lot of fun now, the, the new track there, it's, it's, you got to be up in the wheel and cowboy up, it, there's three racing grooves and it is fun, and you go to like Big Diamond where usually heat races, it's probably, you're wide open around the top pretty much, and then feature time, it's, there's a maybe a bottom and sometimes a curb, but Bridgeport was fun, definitely have the speed there, looking forward to going back there, that place is a fun little joint. Is there another track though that you didn't really get to visit in 2021 that maybe you're looking forward to the visiting for the first time? Oh, I, wanted to, I was looking forward to going to Eldora with you guys and then everything, COVID and everything, shut everything down, but most of them, Ohio tracks were supposed to go to that I was looking forward to going out there. Yeah, and especially, though, with Ohio, though, you know, it, they're kind of similar to New York. I mean, they, they are fairly slick, though, but um, then there's Ohio slick. And there there is kind of a difference, though, but, you know, kind of talking about slick racetracks, which is kind of in New York, though, um, you know, talk about, you know, maybe maybe what your dad has seen, though, being a crew guy and whatnot, though, racing on these modified racetracks, though, you certainly do need to kind of have a different mindset going into those racetracks that, you know, race these big black modifieds and they're those big tires that are hitting that racetrack. It is quite a difference, isn't it? Oh yeah, for sure. I'm grateful to have my dad for a crew chief. He, he's one of the best and working him working in New York for several several years definitely helped us as when we go up there and learning when the track's gonna change and they're when they get glassy and you just gotta be on your toes and be ready for it and plan ahead. Especially being actually like a modified feature, and they they don't do anything to the track, so you're racing all night either way, and just being ready for the, the change and the way the track's gonna change throughout the race. It could it never takes really rubber up in New York, but if there's always that chance, and having perfect setup is always helpful. Yeah, for sure. Though uh, Dallas, though, what are you kind of looking forward though for? I guess 2021, um, you know, you were so close to getting a win, though. What, what is the goals, though, for your race program for this season? The obviously goal is, is to get that first win out of the way, but getting more laps, getting some more seat time, uh, looking forward to doing a little more 410 stuff. And I don't really think we're going to run any points, just kind of run race here and there and go chase some money races and whatnot and just get better and get more experience. I definitely like the 410 stuff. We got a little bit of that last year, and I thought I, I did pretty decent for getting into a 410 like that. Um, yeah, i just hoping to get that first win and maybe get a couple of sponsors here and there and help us out. Just kind of build our team here. Say you have a good 2021 season. Is there you know possibilities of more expansion or more opportunities, whether it is traveling more kind of outside the Northeast? Is that a possibility? Yeah, I really hope so. Uh, there's a few things that we, we're talking about and possibly can work with. and Hopefully I can get get a good year going here and get myself noticed a little more and uh, see if we can start some traveling and, and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Well, Dallas, I really appreciate you kind of taking the time out of your night, though. Uh, you know, and hopefully uh, we can get to a racetrack really soon and hopefully we can all be... Uh, 
racing in hopefully late March and uh, early April. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, hopefully we can get racing here next year and get get in a rhythm again. That was the biggest thing for me is we'd race a weekend, then we'd be off for a couple, almost a month or two because everything was shut down again and couldn't really get into a rhythm or anything. All right, well, uh, thanks, Dallas, and all, and uh, have a good rest of your winter, and hopefully we can uh, see you in the spring. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. For more information, log on to PatriotSprintTour.com. You can also connect with us on our social media lots, like the Patriot Sprint Tour on Facebook, as well as follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Patriot Sprints. Have a great week, everyone.